irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to All Things Therapy. I am your host, Lisa Tahir. I'm a licensed clinical social worker practicing as an intuitive psychotherapist. I'm also an artist. I am EMDR certified and a Reiki level two practitioner, which we will be talking more about today with my guest when she comes on in just a minute or so. I have physical offices located in both Los Angeles and New Orleans. You can find me online at nolatherapy.com, which is the abbreviation for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy. Please reach out to me if you're interested in being a guest or advertising on this show. And you can find the show on YouTube, on iTunes, and on Google Play, as well as my website. Each week, I bring you an interview with guests doing different things in various of various professions so that we can address kind of the the totality of of a person as I like to conceptualize it and all the wide range of aspects that we have and, and that we do. So today, I am very, very excited about my guest for several reasons, which I will share. Her name is Rachel Collier. She owns Way Chill Reiki, located in Los Angeles. I am excited to have Rachel on the show and this particular day, in fact, because she spent 22 years living in New Orleans, my hometown, where I am today, and she goes back and forth between Los Angeles and New Orleans, as I do, and um, it couldn't be a better day that she is on the show because August 29th, just a few days ago, was the 11-year anniversary of Hurricane Katrina, and we currently have massive flooding and, and home devastation and loss of life in Baton Rouge, where I evacuated and had an office for two years, as well as in St. Amant and that surrounding region of Denham Springs, so just big heart going out and Reiki going out to those people going through this tremendous loss right now. Rachel at the time was in New Orleans and this is something I'm going to share knowing her for a while but not having seen her in a while is she is formerly an artist. She did event planning and she brought the International Glass Arts Society Conference to New Orleans in 2004 which is quite a huge feat. It's it's Hundreds and hundreds of people, over $100,000 that she had to get promised and and for the conference to be here. And um, it's just such a fond memory of mine working with her back then and all that she did to help New Orleans and bring the glass arts to us internationally. She has since been on a journey, which we are going to talk about, becoming a Reiki master. She's a healer. She's a teacher. She's a medium and a blogger. She has studied energy work and the chakra systems since age 12, and she teaches Reiki and leads earth healing circles in Los Angeles and New Orleans. So welcome, Rachel. Come on the show. Thank you so much, Lisa. That was was just beautiful. Thank you. You are so welcome. How are you today? 
Oh, well, I am so excited. It is the first of the month, and we just had this amazing solar eclipse. So um, it's time for the shift, and it's time for the new things to happen. And what a, a beautiful day to be able to talk about the love and joy. And, again, to express all that love for what's going on in Louisiana, to continue that healing and the flooding we we want to pray there are no more storms, no more water. Yeah. We want the water here in California. <laughs> Send it to California where it is so needed. Yeah. Can you tell yeah. us about the significance of this eclipse and, and is it okay to start there since you just mentioned it? Um, well, it's a, it's an annual solar eclipse. So this is one that does happen every year. It's based on the wobble of the earth. Um, the reason why this one is powerful, they're all powerful and they all mm-hmm. mean a lot. But it's also, it's connected with the new moon that we just had on Tuesday. So this is the time to get rid of what you no longer want to hold on to. Let go of the fears. Break the old paradigms. One of the things that I really like to promote is let's drop labels. (laughs) Let's okay putting categories and things. And that's a great thing to let go of at this time. And to begin anew. We like to label people. We like to label things. We like to say, oh, well, I do that because, you know, I'm a Scorpio or, oh, this is a bad habit of mine because, you know, it's, I, I was the middle child. Right. We should learn how to just let go of labels. So maybe that might be an easy thing to drop on this solar eclipse is labeling yourself and labeling others. Because if we didn't label anything, we all realize that we're human. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I also hear you saying, because I'm, I'm reminded of sometime I might make excuses for things because I'm such and such or went through such and such. So I hear, you know, though it's a little sharper of a delivery, maybe to, you know, not make excuses for ourselves, but really embrace who we are and, and, and own it. Exactly. Everybody has something that we can complain about, something that, that's, that, happened in our lives. Um, Katrina is a wonderful example. It is. I had a lot of friends who, who um, unfortunately held on to that victim of Katrina. I took Katrina as, as a lesson, as a cleansing, and as something to grow from so that we know in the future how to react, how to help each other more. Look at how fast the neighbors responded to each other in this recent flooding. That happened because of the lessons we learned in Katrina. So instead of taking labels, putting us as victims, putting us as people that uh, I'm a divorcee or whatever it is, take those as lessons and learn to grow from them and not harbor fear because of them. I love that. And just the way we pulled together here in New Orleans, it's it's such a beautiful memory that as hard as things were, I remember being on the on the media and on the neutral ground, just cleaning branches and meeting neighbors I'd lived next to for 12 years, but never really knowing them and having cocktails at their house and with candles because there was no power. And just the way we came together, like, I think it takes something that disastrous for people to let go of the labels and perceived boundaries and differences to really meet as human beings. And, and I'm grateful and, for that. And that's, yes, you, you said it all perfectly there. So these are the things that we learn from in our past. 
and hopefully we break old cycles. And this is the time to break old cycles. We are in an exciting period of time. I know right now the chaos is overwhelming. The fear is overwhelming. But it's an exciting time to know that we have an opportunity as a society, as a whole world, to move towards peace. And that Mm -hmm. peace comes when the individual, when each of us can find it on our own. And that's, well, I'm just going to lead in because that's my purpose and that's what my journey is. I want to hear all Um, about your journey, all about your work. Go. I, like you said, I, I was a meeting planner. I was a general manager of the TV station. I owned a glass blowing studio. I was helping with a brand new restaurant. My mind was so full. I could not meditate. I was running from one event to another. I couldn't tell you what was happening today because I was so far ahead into the future. Oh, well, we have this convention coming up. We have this festival coming up. I have to make my Mardi Gras costume. I need to make sure that this is prepared for. I was lost in the present moment. I was so caught up with what was going to happen next. How how do I need to plan for this? How is this going to happen? That I couldn't sit and be quiet. We jokingly said that I came from Bourbon Street to moving towards the fifth dimension. It's I true. lived on Bourbon Street for 10 years. <laughs> That's amazing, Rachel. Uh, I didn't realize you lived on Bourbon. Wow. Yes, yes. Literally, physically on Bourbon Street, 1134, which ironically is hell spelled backwards. But, you know, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> For those numerology people, they'll giggle at that. It was a time for me to really understand humanity, to really see what it was that people loved and feared. I take this as an awesome lesson in life, even though it may not have been my best time in life, because I feel that my best time is coming up sometime in the future. So as I worked harder, I became more detached from the earth. I became more detached from my family. I became more detached from myself. Um, I actually look at old videos that I have of myself, and I even notice that I'm not even present while I'm speaking to someone. I was so off in, wrapped up in fear, in a haze. It's kind of like the reason why I think the zombies are so popular right now is because So many people can identify with them because we are kind of zombies right now. We really just go to work, come home. What are we having for dinner? We have seven different entrees that we have for dinner and we eat the seven things over and over again. We get into our routine and we just get lost. We become zombies. And I was fortunate enough to have a wonderful, wonderful girlfriend who finally pulled me aside and said, hey, um, you know, we've been talking about energy healing work and your healing center and chakras and the end of the world and all of this for all these years. And, you know, you've never really um, done anything about it. So I don't want to be your friend anymore. I don't want to hang around somebody who isn't doing what their purpose is and isn't 
you know, fulfilling what their needs are. And when she said that, I, I was devastated. I was devastated. Here was this woman that I have been um, trying to learn how to meditate with. We'd been studying world religions. We, we uh, did um, different things with Wicca just to understand it. Um, we would explore all kinds of things on a spiritual level, and she just said she was done with me. Uh, what? <laughs> Immediately I got the message. I, literally, it had to be a brick over my head. And I signed up for my first um, Usui Reiki class um, that gratefully my parents just magically somehow gave us, gave us money to all of us kids because they're just amazing parents. And I had enough money to go and take this class. And I actually forced the teacher to have a class, and I paid for another student to have a class with me so we could do it. And it was like the proverbial veil was lifted from my eyes, and I could see, and I could understand. And I could actually sit quietly for a minute. I had never been able to meditate for longer than 30 seconds because my head was constantly going and there's things that I have to do and places I need to be and blah, 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 blah. Finally, I started to gain a peace. And with the peace came, the peace came from the Gokai, which as you know, is the um, Asui prayer. Just for today, I will not anger. Just for today, I will not worry. I will do my job diligently, and I will be grateful. I'm saying it out of order right now because I'm, I'm a little thinking too much. <laughs> but this prayer, this Gokai, really brought me back to center, really made me examine my life, and that made me really realize what it is I needed to do and who I was. That was in 2011. By 2012, I walked out of my corporate life and my husband, my marriage, my house. I took two grocery bags and I walked out, walked out of everything. And for a year and a half, I went all over the United States studying and learning as much as I could about uh, Reiki. I had fantastic teachers. I was uh, under uh, Sandra Trimble, uh, Trimble from uh, William Lee Rand's uh, Sui Reiki. She is no longer here on this plane with us, but she was amazing support for me. Yeah. Uh, Rainbow Reiki is what I ended up going the furthest with under Walter Lubeck. Rainbow Reiki is a traditional Sui Reiki plus going back way more with much, much more esoteric Buddhism, uh, same lineage, just deeper, more symbols, stronger, uh, efficient okay. process. And then I also got to study with uh, Frank Patria Jarva in Jadinkan Reiki. And wow, the peace and the beauty of understanding that form of Reiki. I also got trained in angelic healing and became an angelic teacher and have not stopped, got to do things under the Dalai Lama. I was just mm -hmm. recently at Lily Dell Assembly and studied under uh, Judith uh, 
Rothschild, and her class blew my mind, uh, studied with Lynn, Lynn McKenzie as well. Uh, all of these teachers just encouraged me, and I will always take classes. I will always mm-hmm. study more because there's just not enough to learn. I mean, there's so much information out there. I try to always take at least two to three classes a year, and then I teach as well every other month, um, Rainbow Reiki and Angelic Healing, and then Chakras as well as I've got a bunch of other exciting things coming up in the future. I really decided that through all of this that I needed to bring what I learned in the corporate world, in the marketing world, to holistic healing because the masses need this love. The masses need this information. It's really hard to go to somebody and say, hey, your chakras are out of balance. <laughs> right. What does that mean to the what common person? What does that person? mean and what do I do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I don't want people to think I'm selling you snake oil either. Um, what I want to do is I want to help people find what it is that they need to connect to themselves, to spirit, to God, to the universe, whatever it is you want to call them. On your terms, what is the language that works for you? There are so many fantastic healing modalities. There's chronic healing. There's drumming circles. There's um, intuitives of all kinds. It is all the same energy. It is all the same love. But what is it that speaks to you? What is it the language that you know for love? I'm really being drawn more and more to the angels because the angels are so universal. The nine orders are really, really present in our everyday lives. And they are making such an impact on this world right now. What does that mean, Rachel, when you say the nine orders of angels? Um, well, this is one of the fun things that you get to learn with meeting with the yeah. angels classes that I teach. Uh, the Nine Order of Angels is not something that I created, nor is it something that Walter Lubick, uh, the teacher of this class, created. It goes back to the, um, the Bible. It goes mm-hmm. back to um, the Kabbalah. It goes mm-hmm. back, um, it's also listed in... Um, the the Tehran uh, the Muslim book uh, the right. Quran I'm sorry excuse me yeah um, so it it is universal in all of it you find it in literature you find it in um, paintings uh, Plato even spoke of the nine orders it's basically kind of a guideline of heaven down from it starts all the way at the top to the seraphim which is the highest order that that we as humans can only, you know, ask for help. They don't speak directly to us. Um, down to the ninth order, which is the guardian angel. And Beautiful. every human being has a guardian angel. Some of us have two or three or four. Whether you believe that there are not, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. 
everyone has an angel that's there to protect them, to help them, to get what it is, what they need out of life to follow God's love. Mm -hmm. And so I want to help people connect to their guardian angel, connect to their magic, connect to themselves. If we love and respect ourselves, we have peace. The peace within creates the peace overall. When you have peace within, it doesn't matter what your neighbor says. It doesn't matter what people think of you. It doesn't matter how you live because you live in your love. The more that we live within our love, our respect, the greater it is for a calmness, a joy, a love around us. I know this is going to sound way far out there, but I don't believe in hope. Okay. What do you believe believe in in instead? Hope at all. What do you mean by that? Actually, it's a better question. Yeah, because hope is though you're fearing for something to happen. I believe living in love. When you live in love, you are in the present moment and things happen the way that it's supposed to. Things flow effortlessly. You know that you are doing the right thing. You know that God is taking care, the universe, spirit is taking care of everything around you because this is the way it is supposed to happen. It's surrendering, it's giving up, almost giving up your free will so that you just flow, you just go, you just know that who you are and who you love It's taken care of. Chaos is going to happen. Things in the world are changing right now. Old paradigms are breaking down. It's okay. It's going to be hard. But if you love, if you believe in yourself and in God, things will flow through it. It's a big, heavy statement. I'm not accepting. I know people aren't going to accept this right now, but it's to me what we need to move towards. Stop hoping for a better future, but take action through love. So I want to jump in because I'm having several thoughts as you've been talking. Um, It sounds like you went through a major transformation in your life, Rachel, back around 2011. And I know that you're a Scorpio and this is in just such alignment with um, how, you know, Pluto, the planet Pluto rules Scorpio yes. and, and Pluto is about at its heart transformation and, and Pluto and Scorpio rule astrology, rule the Kabbalah, rule secret knowledge and, <laughs> and spiritual truths. So I think a Scorpio at their best, most actualized is someone who is about transformation and, and really promoting that. And I think happiest. So everything you have said so far is in alignment with even your astrological sign and, and Pluto ruling, you know, all of these sacred knowledges and, and experiences. So 
I think it's pretty cool that you've really allowed life as hard as it was back then, you know, losing your chain, you know, your business, your marriage. And, and I imagine not knowing what the hell's happening in, in, at some level. That, yeah. And then letting it unfold. Yeah, seriously, you did. It's funny because um, I surrendered so much that I believed what I was doing was right. I had $6,000 a month bills. When I walked out, I had zero savings. And without asking to borrow any money from my parents, every bill was paid on time. Every bill was paid on time. I couldn't even tell you how now. All I know is that I knew I must be doing the right thing because the money always came. Things always happened. Maybe I did sell a lot of stuff. I didn't do anything illegal. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. But the money always came. I mean, I was always taken care. I was even fed. Something, somebody, somehow, because... I truly believed that I was on what was my personal path. My path is not everyone's path. And that was, I'm really glad that you also said that you recognize that I was a Scorpio and Pluto because again, this is, this is my path. Yeah. I'm just here to help people find their path. I'm not telling you to divorce your husband and walk out and become a spiritual teacher. No. (laughs) Yeah. It's different. That was for me. (laughs) That's just what you had to do. Yes. Yes. And, and along this path, my beautiful niece, beautiful, beautiful four-year-old niece. She and my, my amazing family were so supportive. She would always say, oh, Aunt Wachel, Aunt Wachel, I love you. Yeah. And so she would, she never called me Rachel. She called me Wachel. Mm-hmm. And so that's where Way Chill Life, which is oh, way my ch- company. That's so clever. Way Chill Reiki. Oh, yeah, because this is my interpretation of life. This is my interpretation of Reiki. I am not, you know, here to say it's the right way or the one way. This is my interpretation. And I really know a lot of people connect with it because I come from not the perfect background. <laughs> right. I lived on Bourbon Street. I... I was at the Hard Rock Cafe for 10 years. You know, mm. I I drank a lot. I've partied Rain a lot. Glass I've, studio and yeah. Yeah, I've been and done things that most people would turn bright red over. <laughs> and <laughs> proud of it. I love proud it. Of it. Well, the, the Glass Art yeah, Society just, conference that you that you put on here in New Orleans, it, the title was Elegance, Decadence, and Lanyap back in 2004. And that sums up New Orleans. It, it sums up a lot of, I think, you know, where, where you came from, too. Yep, exactly. And so that's why I feel that I, I'm, a, I'm a good teacher. I'm a good person to come to for energy healing work of any kind because... I'm I'm honest about my background. I'm not hiding who I was or what I did. I didn't do anything bad or wrong, but, you know, it's Bourbon Street. Enough said, you know? 
So yeah, you know, as you've been talking, I'm, I'm more quiet than usual, which is unusual since I'm a Gemini sun sign and Mercury rules communication, but my mouth is on the floor because we haven't spoken. I haven't seen you since I think you had me to your house years ago, and um, we've been trying to connect in Los Angeles when I spent 10 weeks out there this summer, but it didn't happen, so I had no idea how you got from doing what you did to being Reiki master, so I, I'm like, my mouth is really on the floor, and I'm speechless because I haven't heard this at all until now, live with the other listeners listening. And it's, wow, what a transformation, Rachel. And it's, it's so much fun because I want to help you. I want to help others out there find your own peace. The stories of my students and my clients right now are amazing. They're amazing. And it's not because of me it's because i just am a catalyst you're a channel for the energy exactly exactly you get to find your guides your voice your purpose it's again i just get to i get to do what i love the most i get to help people Mm-hmm. I love helping people. Now, I have learned there is such a thing called helper syndrome. And so I, as much as I give out, I love to receive. And so I always tell all healers and all of my students, just because you are a Reiki master or a first-hand master or whatever it is you do does not mean that you don't need to go get healing yourself. I, I agree 100%. Um, I, I, when I was at Lily Dell, um, what, what is that? Can you tell is, our listeners what that is? Oh, yes. It's my, it's my new favorite place. Okay. Huh. Uh, Lily Dell is a 130 year old spiritualist community. The spiritualist is a church. They have seven basic principles that you stand behind. And other than that, they don't really care what it is you truly believe as long as you believe in the seven principles and basically it's the golden rule doing to others as as you would have doing to you okay they believe in one god one spirit one universe one presence they believe in uh that life is eternal and so at the end of all their services they have a mediumship where a, a medium will come up and they will Um, give evidence and then messages to individuals to prove life is eternal. That even though we may not be on this plane and our vehicle and this body, the spirit still exists. And they have, like I said, been around for 130 years. This isn't anything new. Mm -hmm. And they have been part of such amazing changes in the United States. Uh, Susan B. Anthony got her start, did her first public speaking at Lilydale. Oh, wow. The, wow. The whole, the whole movement, this, she was, this was the first place that allowed her to come and speak publicly about women's rights. I mean, okay. it's just this little magical community that has existed that anybody can go to um, during the summer or the winter. Uh, the summer is when they're mainly open and you pay a little gate fee, but you can go to a 
healing temple. You can go to the inspiration stump where they stand up and give messages out and they let other people hear it. Um, It was really popular back in the 50s. Uh, Mae West used to go there all the time. Um, It's still very current. Deepak Chopra was there not but a few years ago. Uh, they bring teachers in from all over the world. And it sounds it's like a really great place. About, yes, it's just, it's a magical place that it, um, you don't have to be into um, spiritualism to go there. If you just want to go and heal, you can spend time there. You can do a day visit and go get a reading from one of their mediums, or you can just go and take a class. And learn whatever it is that you want to learn about. Um, another so, transformational place. Yeah. So I'm thinking to share with our listeners just most basically, you're a Reiki master. I'm a Reiki level two practitioner. Just what Reiki is and how it can be beneficial to people. So in my understanding, Reiki is a Japanese relaxation technique. Can you expand on that for our listeners and how you use it with your clients? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. So the neat thing um, about Reiki is that it's actually pronounced Leiki. In Japanese, they don't have an R. And this Mm. is um, one of the fantastic things that I learned um, through Jadinkin Reiki. Leiki, but I still call it Reiki because that's, you know, American. We're American. Right, (laughs) Right. we're in America. So, yeah. (laughs) it is universal energy. It is the energy that flows through everything and anything. It's also called pranic energy. It's also called your, your chi energy. It's also called your key energy. Um, it's semantics. Uh, laying of the hands is uh, what they call it in um, Catholic religions and other um, Christian religions. So, Reiki is universal energy of life. And scientists scientists call it the biofield energy as well. So if someone doesn't subscribe to a particular, I think, spiritual practice, it is that biofield energy that surrounds us. Yes, and it's really exciting. Um, If you go to my website, I have links of fantastic scientific proof uh, that's been research that's been going on in Switzerland about Reiki. And I'm here now. Where everything. is it? So it's, it's com. Great website. Uh-huh. Where would where would people find? Uh, it should be on one of my blogs. If not, I'll repost it up on the top so it's there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of really great information out there now that um, it's actually tied into quantum physics. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. We're getting yeah. scientific here. <laughs> <laughs> and all kinds of, um, there's another website uh, called uh, thespiritscience.net. They also have a lot of uh, research and different programs that are coming out that is supporting um, this energy healing, this this movement towards the fact that we have, control over our our body essentially and when we open up to this energy we can heal ourselves we can heal each other we can remove tumors we can remove fear and now a lot of the work that see 
You know, can I jump in yeah. for a second? Because what you're saying, yeah, I, I think, is really important about how tying in the science with energy healing, because I think without that, it can come across as this kind of hokey pokey, you know, woo woo stuff. But it has a real foundation and basis in quantum physics and principles of frequency and, and things yeah. at the atomic level, you know, that are operating with how we're not really a solid. We're vibrating uh you know, particles and just how to tune into those frequencies can heal, can change. And so I think the scientific piece of this is really important for people to know that it, that it exists. And I like seeing medicine even moving in this direction and, and such, because I think it's what's, you know, lacked at our American culture that a lot of other cultures really hold true in their healing practices and, and accept it more. Exactly, exactly. It is all vibrational, and it is the different frequencies. Uh, one of the meditations I do, I go through by saying the colors of the rainbow to put you into a, a state. Every time, each, each uh, color I say, people always tell me they feel and see that color as I say it. Oh, cool. It's just another, it's, it's what we call VACOC. It's, it's for you to, to actually visualize things that you, you hear it, you feel it, you see it, you, you can taste it. You know, we won't, I, I try really to give concrete results and not, oh, I, I feel good. You know, no, these are actual things that you can feel, taste, touch, and see, and, and a difference within 24 to 48 hours of a session, and that it stays with you. Mm -hmm. See, I believe that, and I have, there's other proof behind it that, that 60 to 70% of the pain in your body is all mental. It's mm -hmm. guilt, mm -hmm. it's anger, anger, it's fear. Um, wonderful thing is, is to, to show as an example is colitis. Our country right now, everybody has colitis or IBS. We have these, we have Pepto-Bismol and Xantex and all kinds of stuff out there for your stomach. And what it is, is right now, we are all literally our guts in knots. We are mm -hmm. so afraid of what's going to happen tomorrow. We are so afraid of, of possible riots or of possible collapses or of the election. And, and we are holding it in our, our, our solar plex, our third chakra. We're holding it in our gut. Yes. We're just, we're, we're, we're just. Ah! And it causes health problems. Just, like you're saying medical it, conditions yes. that then people I, are taking I, medications and then those side effects can cause other medical conditions. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you just now. No, you got it. You got it. That's it. That's it. One thing keeps leading to another. And you know, how, how do you, you help know, people? You, how, how do you help your well, clients when they come in with, with an ailment or such like, like what you're discussing? Well, we can take uh, something simple like, um, knee problems because I know a lot of people have knee issues mm -hmm. and um, so they'll come in and they'll say you know I'd like to come and get some energy healing work done on my knees and I'll say well tell me you know what's going on with your knees and I always joke and say you know I'm not a psychic just tell me I could spend an extra 20 minutes trying to figure out what your problem is but when you <laughs> go to an energy healer just tell them up front it just really yeah. <laughs> so you can start well, working on the solution 
Yeah, yeah. Go, go be right up and honest. That's just a little side tip there. So mm-hmm. when I talk to people, the first thing that they say is, oh, these, excuse my language, gosh darn knees. I just hate them. They're giving me so many problems. I, I can't do anything anymore. My knees are holding me back from my life. Mm. You know, damn my knees. They're just, and so I, I said, well, did you, do you hear what you're saying? Right. First of all, before we, before I lay you down and put my hands on you and start saying mantras and chants, do you even hear what you're saying to yourself? One of the yeah. most simple exercises that I tell a lot of my clients and was told to me, I did it myself, is stand in front of a mirror naked for, you know, two minutes before you, you uh, get dressed and tell every part of your body how much you love it. Mm, wow. That sounds tell, hard to do and powerful to do. It. I I couldn't. It, it took me three days until I actually did my whole body yeah. because I had to stop looking at my flaws. Right. Oh my gosh, my stomach sticks out too much. Oh, I have small breasts. Oh, 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 I got a hairy lip. Oh my God, my mustache is coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, these are honest things. These are things that we look at and we and we critique ourselves over. But yes. when you stop and you start sending love. To each part of your body, watch yourself transform. This is what I try to teach people is even at a session with mine, yes, you're going to get the energy and I'm going to connect you with your angels, but I'm going to teach you so that you continue this practice of love for yourself. Mm-hmm. So back to the knees again, you stand in front of that mirror and you love your body the way it is. And then you can even go so far as visualize how you want to be. Oh, wow. You can change how you are just by looking at yourself and seeing yourself that way. And the more that you love yourself, it reflects out greater and greater. This, this body image problem that we all have. We all have I, I, men, women. It doesn't matter the age. It, oh, yeah. it, I, I've, I've talked to some of the most beautiful men and women in my life, and it just shocks me when they tell me these things. And if you just learn to love your body, love who you are, love your knees, quit blaming yes. your knees for your problems. Mm-hmm. Watch your own transformation. Watch how you can heal yourself just by the way you speak, just by what you think. It's that simple. We try so hard to make things complicated. Yeah, it's simple, but but, but powerful and challenging to control that inner voice with ourselves and I think the outer voice criticizing others. I think we criticize ourselves and others and, and often don't even notice. So you're really talking about changing the inner dialogue to change your health and exactly. well-being. Exactly. Yes. And so I try to teach people how to love themselves again, how to connect with who they are. Who are you? Who is that little girl or that little boy inside of you that you've ignored? What are your passions? What do you love about life? 
this is my big stance that I, I tell people, I have meditated, I have gone to the top of Sedona, I have been in the <laughs> vortexes, I have seen things, I have been there. God created this amazing world. We're it. We're the world. That's scientific. Mm -hmm. They can't find another one like us. He gave us this beautiful place so that we could be happy. So that we could experience love. Look at the sunsets. Look at waterfalls. Look at trees. Look at rocks, crystals. All of this beauty just for us to be happy. That, to me, is the meaning of life, is to be in love, to live passionately with what it is that you like to do. Yeah. What are your passions? What are the things that make you want to get up in the morning? Is it your children? Is it reading books? Is it being with horses? Is it going out and, and telling people it could be it could be shopping. Maybe you love is it to make, shop. Is it making art? Is it building something? Yes, what what is right. it? And then is, try to is, do is it, try to do that in whatever degree that you can is how I like to think of it. Yes, yes, whatever it is that makes you happy. And everybody's happiness is different. There's some people who want to just pick up trash because that makes them happy. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. They want to keep this world clean. There's other people that are so into science that they want to stay on that computer and they want to stay in that laboratory and keep doing that research. That's awesome. I would go nuts. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would <laughs> too. Yeah. Your happiness. So I just really want people to find what makes them happy. And then the more happy you are, the pain so in your body. Dissipates. So your life brought you the, to this, just reflecting back to the beginning where we started, that all the shifts and changes that happened brought you to this awareness of discovering what is it that, that makes you happy is what I hear. And it's, it's being a healer and helping others, facilitating their healing. Yes, yes, exactly. I found my passion. I love to teach. I love to talk. I love to be a student. The more that I get to do this, the more I get to share, the more my heart opens. And it helps me because I get to help others. And yet, by me helping others, I am still receiving all of this love. So will you share with our cycle. listeners? It is. Will you share with our listeners in our last couple minutes the classes you have coming up and how, how people can reach you to schedule sessions and, and take a class? Yes, wonderful. Well, um, right now I'm in Los Angeles, but I will be in New Orleans as of September 19th for a few months. Um, I have uh, the angel, meeting the angels classes, one and two. The first class is two days. It's about how to meet your guardian angels. It teaches you the nine orders, the symbols and mantras. And then the second class is, um, uh, it's related to this class. It's more um, higher work with Metatron and more fifth dimensional um, astral crystals, um, working in Very the cool. astral level. So 
we're okay. really interested in that. Then um, on the 26th and 27th, I'll be teaching Rainbow Reiki 1 with Vicki Dahlman. I'm really excited about that. Um, these are schools that are by Walter Lubick. Uh, Walter Lubick is a fantastic teacher out of um, Germany. And so there's um, five of us that are first and masters here in the United States that can teach this. So we're really excited about offering Rainbow Reiki 1 and then Rainbow Reiki 2. Um, it does contain traditional Asui Reiki. So you get the traditional Asui Reiki um, okay. and more. Then um, I'm also going to be teaching this in Sedona in November 17th. 17th and 18th, and 18th I see, yes. I'll be so in New Sedona Orleans, and the registration New Orleans in September, uh, Sedona in November. Yep, and I'm getting ready to put out my schedule for next year in two weeks. Um, I'm also going to be starting webinars where you can sign up and I'll be Exciting. doing weekly talks. Um, we're working with the website builders now and getting all that set up uh, because it's a message that, you know, just because I'm not in your neighborhood doesn't mean that you can't hear it. I do distant sessions. I have clients all over the world. Um, you can email me or call me or text me and we can set up appointments. Um, so it doesn't matter if you're in Los Angeles and I'm in New Orleans, um, the distant healing sessions are just as powerful as if I'm sitting there with in you. Person. And yep. people, same, people can reach you same. through your website, which is Way Chill Reiki, W-A-Y-C-H-I-L-L Reiki, R-E-I-K-I.com, correct? Yes, yes. And I'm on Facebook as Way Chill Reiki as well, too. So um, you can connect there. Uh, all the events are listed on both pages. Um, I also support a lot of other healers, so we're doing a cacao ceremony with um, Dayte Blackshire in New Orleans as well. So to me, again, it's about supporting the whole holistic community. This is not about a modality. It's about helping you find what works for you. Rachel, thank you so much for being my guest today. It's great to catch up, and I look forward to seeing you in person. I am tickled. Thank you for this opportunity, Lisa. You are welcome. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye. That concludes our show for today. Please join me next week as I speak with Devojana. She is a channeler and a healer and a teacher who, who utilizes a technique called cellular resonance technique to alleviate pain, both physical and emotional, at the mental, physical, and cellular levels. And I have personally worked with her and can will be sharing some of my experiences in, in working with her. Thank you. Listen in again next week. Same time. Bye-bye. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tal.